Welcome to the Motherhood from Scratch podcast. We are two moms with large families striving to be gospel-centered in everything we do. From homeschooling and marriage to homemaking and healthy living, nothing is off limits. Join us for a time of encouragement as we walk out motherhood together for Christ's glory. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Motherhood from Scratch. I'm excited to announce that Stephanie is not only with us, but she has had her new addition. So congratulations. Thank you, girl. Yes, it will be two weeks tomorrow. So tell us a little bit. I know, I know we don't get the full labor and delivery story. Um, I have not heard it yet, so I'm excited to hear, but tell us a little bit. How, how are you doing? I'm tired, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sleepy, but I'm good. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm sleepy. I forgot Mm -hmm. about this part. I don't know what's more tiring the end of pregnancy when you're huge and can't walk (laughs) or these first few weeks oh my gosh but he's good he's good um labor and delivery went pretty fast I would say um he came about five hours after I got to the hospital but I pretty much was laboring all night um the Mm -hmm. Saturday night before I had him I was up I couldn't sleep I couldn't I it was it was a mess (laughs) so I'm like I I think it's time I'm if I'm wrong I'm wrong but I think this is it because I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable that was the first night like there was nothing I could do to relax food wasn't helping water wasn't helping nothing so around like six that morning I called my friend to come over to come watch the kids and I went in and it was time and <laughs> that was it. And I got to use the tub this time. It was the first time I got to use a tub. That was yeah. nice. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't even was, know. Nice. And that is amazing. I didn't even know they offered. Um, so did you have to, I'm trying not to get into your story too much because oh, I love girl. hearing labor and delivery stories. <laughs> this is like catch up for us. I haven't I told you much. I know. So I'm trying not to ask too, too much about the story, but did you have to leave on the monitors and everything or were you able to get really? No, I wasn't because they said I was doing okay. So every time I had a contraction, they had a, uh, a monitor that went in the water with me. Oh, so wow. they could like check his heart and stuff like that with the monitor that they stuck in the tub. Like it was, it was great. I, I really, I guess this was my favorite. I don't know if you can really bring a favorite, but it was because (laughs) I felt experienced. Like they left me alone because this was my fifth time. That's amazing. (laughs) So yeah, I was fine. I couldn't give birth in the tub. They don't allow that in Kentucky. Yeah. But I could do whatever I want. The nurses weren't even there in the room with me half the time. Like I did, I, I did everything myself. Now, toward the end of everything, when I started pushing, there wasn't a nurse there. I had to scream for a nurse because they were, I think, in another, another delivery. I screamed for help. And then like seven people rushed in and, um, I gave birth to him standing up. Oh, wow. And you know what? That's actually, they say that's better because gravity will uh-huh. pull the baby down. So that's, that's amazing. And Ryan was able to be there with you. Yeah. Ryan was there toward the end. He gets 
squeamish. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't much help, but he was there. Um, I think if nobody came in time, he would have had to catch the baby. And that would have been a whole other story to talk about. But yeah, I mean, it was good. It was, it was good. Oh, well, that is so, that's so good to hear. So congratulations to you. So we, we both are, uh, well, now you are in newborn phase and I am starting to get into still, still baby phase, but baby is starting to get mobile. So as we move into these different phases, one of the biggest things in our house and including not only with how we live, but also how our spouse leads our house and our children, how they live is how do we stay centered on Christ? And so with every season in life, this has looked different, but we just wanted to have a chat because this is so important, especially with how we talk about all the time, like distractions and social media, how in the world do we stay centered on Christ ourselves and then talking about our children. So Stephanie, I know you literally just had a baby. Do you get time to get in your scripture and your word? Do you, you know, how, how does that look? Um, How does that look? How do you want it to look? Tell us a little bit about that with newborns right now. It's if, I mean, we can be honest here, right? Yeah. You know, um, it's almost non-existent right now. Now, mm-hmm. what I have been doing is audio. I know so many people like have stuff to say about using the audio Bible instead of like flipping the pages. If you know me, you know, I love physical books. Like yeah. I prefer holding a Bible or holding a book and smelling them. And like, I love books, you know, but there are some seasons where audio just makes sense. And this yeah. is one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of strength to do much you know I have four and a newborn you know so um, I've been listening to my bible I've been listening to a lot of sermons I've been doing a lot of that and I don't feel in this time that like my walk with God is suffering or anything like that because Mm -hmm. I have a new baby Um, if anything I am more dependent on him because this is a madhouse it, right now it, it truly is I'm not joking it, it, it's insanity here so um, oh, no. yeah. okay what do you mean okay we're being so honest on this episode you guys I have what do you mean, no so what do you mean? I, no I, and no like that like and thank you for thank you for your your honesty um really really thank you for that because adjusting to a new little person on top of the ages that you have is super tough, but it's completely, absolutely worth it. So no, thank you. Thank you for, um, thank you for that honesty. I know you guys didn't see it, but um, I sent Stephanie a meme just saying, welcome to the jungle when she had the baby because it can seriously, uh, it it can get crazy. Y'all, it can, it can get crazy. So um, I know, I know for us uh, right now in, in this season, it's hard because I've got a teething baby now 
And then I have a child who has allergies, who's up throughout the night coughing and doing different things. And I've got a toddler who is also pretty inconsistent with her sleep. So I don't remember the last time I've slept through the night, which leads to me waking up in the morning uh, being a little discombobulated. It takes me a long time to wake up. And so even with that, I had a point and I was like, you know what, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to get up at least, you know, 40 minutes before them, something like that. Yeah. Well, as soon as I set my mind to that, my toddler and the baby started waking up at that time that I was going to wake up. And I was like, you know what, like, I really am just feeling defeated anytime I try to do something like read a book or anything like that uh it just doesn't work out and so or like spend my bible time prayer time it just doesn't work out so I've been doing similar to what Stephanie said with audio and either playing it out loud or also Netflix has a show called uh, they have the gospels on there I think they took two of them off and it pretty much is also speaking it out loud it's you would have to watch it it's hard to describe but it is I think it's in the NIV version and they have some actors but they're not talking it's pretty much like the scripture but anyway saying that to say uh, just listening to it and also remembering that like when we have our days where we can't read our Bibles and pray, there are also other ways that we worship God and honor him. And that could be by how we live, how we respond to our children, how we honor our husbands. So it's it's not just a thing of like, oh, shoot, I missed my Bible or I didn't get to pray. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm a terrible Christian or this, that, or whichever, like, um, while those things are important, there are other ways that we can honor God in our living in those busy seasons where we may miss days of praying and getting into our work. Yeah, girl, that's exactly right. Yeah. Serving our yeah. families in this season, like God sees that. He gave us these children and our husbands and our responsibilities and, you know, serving our communities and all these things. Like these are good things from God. Um, so, so there was a time where when I was single, when I first came to the Lord after acting a fool for years. Um, and I we all did. <laughs> look and I would read my bible for hours a day I probably read my bible more than I ate and when I had my first child that changed I still had time but not as much time you know not it was it wasn't uninterrupted anymore so now I would start reading and stuff and now I have to nurse or I have to change a diaper or you know my husband needs me or whatever so there was a little bit of guilt there because I'm like, I used to spend so much mm-hmm. time in the Bible. I saw all this time, you know, and I did not account for, you know, my husband and my daughter. So how much more now with all these, all these children, but isn't that, that's in first Corinthians, I believe, right? First Corinthians seven. What, which I scripture believe. you think about? Um, the one that says a single person has all the time in the world to serve the Lord. Oh yeah, yeah. Paul was... has to focus on her husband and and the affairs of 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 the world and stuff like that because she has she has stuff to do. So yeah, that's true. That's absolutely yeah. true. It's not that God moves aside. God gave you other 
things now. So you can't just sit there and read your Bible all day. That's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I know my husband has talked to people because um, I know you're talking about Paul when he, I believe is when he was talking about um, singleness and the blessing of, of being single. And like you said, having that time versus when you start to get married and you're committed to your spouse and uh, mm-hmm. you have to you have to serve your spouse in different ways and that can take away uh, from that time if you're not you know careful and I think it's it's funny how you mentioned that because my my relationship actually switched like I did read my bible a lot when I was first saved but when when I got married, so I got saved when I was in my teenage years, and then I got married closer to, um, it was about six, no, it was about eight years later that I got married, um, and when I first got married, I actually didn't really spend a lot of time in my word, which crazy mm-hmm. enough, because I would say, God, I want you to be, I want you to be the center of our relationship, uh, show me what that looks like. And as my marriage continued and as kids continued to come in the picture, I started to pick up my Bible more because I started to realize that I was putting values and all these other things and they weren't truly satisfying my heart. Like it was still like yearning for more. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I know I've talked about multiple times on the podcast is you guys have to guard your heart when it comes to to putting things above God when it comes to social media when it comes to your spouse when it comes to your kids God has given us all of these good things um, and they're such a huge blessing but we still have to put God first and so it, it really took um, my marriage getting getting further along and really having to, to fight and wrestle through some stuff. And then kids also coming in the picture to really pick up my Bible and be like, okay, like I, I need, I need something more here. Like I, I need, I need something more filling up my heart because me pouring into my spouse a thousand percent and me pouring into my kids a thousand percent, it, it still was, there was a, a piece of my heart that just was not satisfied. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's because I'm trying to <laughs> trying to uh, let these people and these things satisfy me where where God is supposed to be the one that really satisfies that longing. And so and then those things, those other things, you know, after God, it's your spouse and there's nothing wrong with giving your all to you know your spouse in that sense, um, so, you know, committing uh, to your children and and whatever that looks like for you, but just not not elevating them above God. So, yeah. So just saying that it's interesting how you said like yours, you started off really in the word. And then as seasons have came and gone, it looks different for you. Yeah. It just, it just looks different, but that's really good because like, we're so dependent on the Lord as wives and mothers. We need God to fill us because yeah. we're pouring out so much every single day. This isn't a, a stay-at-home mom thing or anything. It's just being a mother, period, being a wife, period. It's 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 a lot. There are seasons that are harder than others, and you can't you can't depend on yourself. You can't always depend on your spouse. Yeah. What what do you do when your spouse is the the issue? You know, when you guys are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What do you do when your kids are dealing with hard things? You know, you need the Lord. He made your kids and, you know, you have to, you just have to lean on him. So it, I think I pray a lot more Mm -hmm. than, um, than, um, I guess Bible time, like actual sit down Bible time, I guess. Yeah. I have that with the kids in the morning and I'll tell you, learning the gospel as a child, like having to teach them the gospel and like hearing it on their level, it helps. It Mm -hmm. helps. Like, you don't, you wouldn't think that it would, but it does like hearing the gospel broken down, like into like a childlike level. It's like, I've never thought of it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that helps, that helps me too. Um, and my kids, I think I've mentioned this last time, my kids are in Awana. So I have to teach them and, you know, help them memorize verses, which then a lot of times pulls me to my Bible too, to study it. And I joined the Bible study while my kids are in Awana. And now I had to stop because I'm, I just had a baby. I'm going back eventually, obviously, but right now, like I'm away from them. So do you see what I mean? Like a lot of times as moms, we do the right things we get involved in the bible study or you know community group or whatever like we have we we know what we're supposed to be doing but life happens and you know that guilt can be there sometimes you know yeah no it absolutely can and and i think that that goes back to what we were talking about earlier is okay what what other ways can we honor and and um serve serve the lord and and the way that we live and whether that's with our spouses or with our children and um even like how you were saying how you you pray more i think i think one of the things um that i do more is definitely just worshiping throughout the day and that is me just putting on gospel music and <laughs> just uh singing throughout the day with with my kids and like you said like you guys do bible in the morning usually in the morning a little bit after i wake up i'll just put on worship music and i'll just worship and and that that is a good thing <laughs> like worshiping yeah. and just singing throughout the day and um just just thinking and, and pondering uh, how how good the Lord has been been to me and to to my family um, so there there are lots of different ways that that we can still we can still um, meditate on the Lord and honor God even though we can't we may not be able to you know pick up our Bible that day or um, we may not be able to pray that day but at the same time I do it's good for you that you, you said, like, you don't feel, um, like it has affected your relationship with God in the season that you're in. Um, for me, I think it's really, it's really challenged me because I can be really quick to, uh, be works-based and feel Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) and feel like, um, you know, if I, and I was actually talking to my husband today about this, I was like, you know, I, I constantly, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I constantly have to check my heart because with homeschooling and being a mom, um, to all these little people, we often don't get immediate results. (laughs) Um, I don't, I know very few times that I have taught my kids something and it's been an immediate result. Mm. And so, 
it can be really tough when it's like you were putting in this work with your children, this work with your spouse, um, even stuff around the house, you know, you're, you're cleaning and you're trying to teach your kids. And then, you know, the next minute it's destroyed. And it's like, I've told you, like, mommy needs you to do it this way, leave it this way. Or your spouse, you tell them like, hey, I asked you to do this. We've talked about this. And it's something you constantly have to work at. And it can get frustrating when it's like, okay, I've been putting in this work with my kids. I'm not seeing the fruit of that yet. I've been putting in this work with my spouse and I haven't seen the fruit of that yet. And so just really getting caught up in, God, I'm doing the work. Like, why don't I see results? And it's like, well, it's, it's not, it's not me. Like I'm not, I, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing for my self-satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I should be doing it because God told me to do it. <laughs> and I should be yeah. able, yeah. I should be able to rest in that. Like I should be able to like, see what his word says and then live off of that and then rest in that. But it's something I constantly have to evaluate. Like, okay, it's, even if I were to be able to read the Bible four or five hours a day, like it still is not, that's our works are not what saves us. <laughs> so um, that's real. You know, right? look, yeah. Huh, yeah. Yeah. So, so just having, just having a, a, and I mean, God, he sees our hearts and he knows our hearts. So, so in our busy seasons, like he knows where our priorities are. And if we do need to reevaluate, like, okay, like, like God is, he's going on the back burner. We need to shift yeah. it versus, versus somebody who just, just is completely just neglecting their relationship. Um, you know, he, he knows our hearts and I'm grateful that he shows us grace and that he helps to move and shift things um, so that we don't forget about him and that we realize, um, hey, we can't do this without him. So that was a big ramble. Um, it <laughs> that, was, sense. That, that was a big ramble. But yeah, just thinking about like just the, the season that we're in and um, just wanting to encourage you guys like, hey, it, it looks different every season. Um, I know it does for me and I know Stephanie, you were saying like how, how different it looks. Um, but I'll get my life together eventually. I'm not yeah. always going to have a, <laughs> a newborn. I'm not always going to have little kids. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change. And my dependence on the Lord isn't going to get any less from this point. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I need him. I need him desperately. You know, yeah. I, it's just being a mother, being a wife and a mother is so it's sanctifying. When people used to say that at like a few years ago, it used to bug me. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't like that. I don't know, but it it bothered me. Like, you know, motherhood is sanctification. I'm like, sure. Like, but these people are on my nerves. (laughs) I didn't really care, but the longer I'm in this, it's true. It's true. Sometimes it's not your kids. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's yeah. your attitude or how you're looking at it. Sometimes it's not your spouse. It, you need to look in the mirror and you need to get yourself together. So, you yeah. know, and God <laughs> will tell you that the Lord will yeah. tell you, he will make that known to you when you are the problem. And oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. See what I mean? Like yeah. you, you need them. I don't know how people do this without him. I, yeah, I, I don't know. My house would be falling apart. <laughs> it definitely would be, uh, 
falling apart because you're absolutely right. Like we, we can't do this um, without him. And I, I think the thing with sanctification is, is it makes, I know it makes me uncomfortable because it, it hurts. Like it, it implies, like to me, I think about it and I'm like, it's a process, but it's not a process that feels good most of the time. Like it's, you know, kind of going through like how they talk about gold and how, or diamonds and like the purification process of like, they have to be under intense heat um, to get rid of all the blemishes and, um, you know, it just, but when you come out of it though, like <laughs> when you come out of it and like, when people ask me like, man, I don't know how somebody told me, uh, they were like, I don't know how you do it with five girls. And I'm like, I'm not the same woman who I was when I had one mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for it. Like uh, the, the amount of, of, change that has happened even in my heart with my kids versus when I had one like I wouldn't want to go back like I'm I'm grateful that's very true yeah yeah so I mean I don't know um I don't know if if you feel like if you look back at the woman you were when you had your oldest versus now and like do you feel like God has really like transformed you through having children and being married for a while Ryan and I both try to black out the first like two years of our marriage, which would Mm. be like the first like year and a half of our oldest life because we were, oh my goodness, being a newlywed is hard enough. Like it, it, I mean, I I would say most people like struggle those first couple of years learning to live with a new person that you didn't live with before and all these things. But we had so much spiritual stuff going on. Mm-hmm. you know and we really feel like God kept us together through all of that you know we're yeah. neither one of us are the same people that we were at the beginning and yeah. I'm grateful for that because yeah. Jessica I- yeah no a- amen amen to that. and that's <laughs> funny because some people will get hit with like those challenges like the first year and then some people will get hit like after the newlywed phase is over and like year three and four and that you know we got hit later but we got hit hard like when that'll have to be that'll have to be another conversation but um no thank you guys uh for tuning in uh this was this was more of just um just more of a chat and just being honest and just wanted to be uh honest with you guys about like what season we're in right now you guys know that like we both have babies and we both have um you know older kids and trying to figure stuff out and so just wanting to encourage you with whatever season of life that you're in like it doesn't always look the same like our walks with God it doesn't always look the same but that's okay like that's perfectly fine but I do also want to challenge you that if you have been in a season in life where now you haven't been listening to any like type of audio or that you haven't been picking up your word or praying. I do want to challenge you like, Hey, like there are audio Bibles out there. There are Bible plans. There are lots of different things that you can use. Cause I don't know if you guys uh, noticed, but one of the biggest things me and Stephanie said were that without God and depending on him, we wouldn't be able to do this. So also encouraging you guys like, hey, like, don't let life get so busy and so crazy 
um, and the seasons just completely just overwhelm you to the point where you don't, um, you can't find rest in Christ and where you are. Yes. Yeah. That was so. Well, I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. All yeah. right. Well, <laughs> Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie is clocking out. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys, please, um, please let us know if you have any comments, any, uh, ideas of different things you'd like us to talk about. I think next time we're going to talk about what, um, on a good day, I wanted to talk about what it looks like when we implement the Bible in our kids' lives and how that um, how that's important, especially in the times we're living in now. So maybe we can talk about that next time. Um, I don't know, but we will see because Stephanie's going a bit. So um, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Love you. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.